Sunshine Track Podcast, and it's so exciting to have you here because we know that office design can be overwhelming. It's a full-time job just to keep up with evolving trends and research, and if you want to go from being overwhelmed to informed, we are here for you, and that's what it's all about. We're here to give you bite-sized pieces of information and ideas and inspiration so you can go back to what you do best, leading the way in the field of office design. And today we're actually going to be talking about a part two series of a research um, paper by Miller Knoll, um, which we call the motivators, but really what motivates people to come into the office today. And previously we spoke about the 74% of employees that were surveyed that want to come in for collaboration, build camaraderie and facilitate in-person meetings. So today we're really going to discuss what you know, the rest of that percentage. And, and I think we're going to stop and, and, and the rest of the percentage is, is first of all, um, according to this um, research paper, 15% of employees surveyed are seeking out a quiet space to focus on getting work done. And 11% of the employees surveyed to come into the office to put in FaceTime with management, which is also super important for us to understand these numbers and statistics. But let's go back for a second. Um, why why do companies want these people in the office? Um, and me and Hodaya, like we talk about this all the time. Right. Um, so so we always come back down to it. It's it's so human. It's such a human necessity to have that sense of belonging. And right. And and the world is changing, like um, COVID changed the world a little bit and, and other challenges and companies work differently now mm-hmm. and people work differently. Right. And we need to understand it and understand what drives them mm-hmm. and how we can empower them and like the employees and people to come into the office or to be in a collaborative spaces. Right. Um, and how to make an impact like in the world of work you're right and we also know that like it's talking about the changing world in this industry people aren't chasing the paycheck anymore they they want more than that you know it used to be that people would just go to the highest paying job Mm -hmm. and things have changed right but on the other hand people also enjoy working from home Right. So, so it becomes like a challenge to bring them back into the office, and and we we sometimes wonder even why mm-hmm. why do we we even need to do it? I think why is it so important for right, people to come right. in? And I think what we've seen also through many research papers that we've gone over, um, and through our projects, right, is that, that people want to feel purpose and like that they matter um, to a company. Um, mm-hmm. They want. A personal touch they're looking for community mm-hmm. and that always enhances their their also their loyalty to the company and their loyalty like is is really what um kind of drives them to always go above and beyond right we talk about burnout and about how people if you're just sitting in front of your computer all day long across from a screen, yeah. you can't really make a difference in your life and enjoy. Um, some people can, but not for long. Mm-hmm. We're, we're human beings. We need the the community. We, we need, need more. A, we need more. Right. So, so that's why even I think these are the people that are funding these studies 
these big companies because they want to know how to give their employees more. So um, let's let's get into the research for a minute because we we did talk about these two other factors, which um, which technically is like low. They're quite low, exactly. But that's also taking into account, and I think it's important um, as designers to understand these percentages. It's if 74% said they only have one reason, right? To come into the office. They're not taking into account what the other reasons are. So maybe that 74% are also included in some of these statistics. And I think that's really important not to only look at the numbers, but to look at the reasons. And then obviously, because every company is so different, their numbers could be very different right. because of the way they work. Um, so we've got these 15% of employees that they just want a quiet space to focus on getting work done. And, um, and that 15% is, it's like, again, we're not looking at the number because it's so low. And I think I would expect more. Me too. Right. But, but considering that people are working from home and they have the quiet zone at exactly. home. That's why. Right? That's maybe the why that they're mm-hmm. saying, we don't need to come to the office for quiet zone. We right. can have it in, in our homes. Right. But maybe it's a different, like it's to break away as well. It's not you know, sometimes when we just change the scenery, we might have quiet at home, but sometimes there's something about some sort of office buzz, which actually makes you a little bit more productive. Right. And efficient. Um, Right. Um, And, and I think um, what's, what's interesting is why would they really want to come into the office for that? Because even if they didn't have quiet at home or they want a change of scenery, why wouldn't they go to a local library, for example? Right. Um, it's what, it's what, not like 0%. It's 15 it's, Right. It's something. Of course. But no one spoke about going to a different space. They spoke about coming back into the office. So my question, and, and this is how I as a designer would look at this kind of research, is Really, like, let's ask the question, why would they not go to a local library? What are the perks? What what are they missing that they would specifically come into the office for that? And I, I think um, there are a few things that I can already think about. Mm-hmm. And, and number one, you know, and it's so simple and it's so basic, free coffee and snacks in a lot of spaces. And there are perks. Um, and offices offer this. And they offer it because they know it's a it's an attraction. And, you know, even if you go to a coffee store and you find a nice quiet area, you're paying for the coffee. So so just to know that you have snacks on the go and coffees and, you know, you might also see someone. Right. Um, that could be definitely one of the one of the factors that people would choose to come into the office for that kind of quiet space. Right. Also, because you might want a quiet space, but then when you are out of your quiet space and you go to the kitchen, you go to mm-hmm. somewhere else, you want to meet people. Right. You want to look at people in their eye exactly. and, and like have an eye contact and and have a conversation, like a it's chill. Like you want to break away in a way from that quiet space with people that you know. And in a library or in a coffee store, you wouldn't necessarily know people. So it's less, mm-hmm. so maybe they're also looking for that kind of familiarity. Yeah, um, that you can sit down and work. And then when you get up, you can do something you else. You know someone, right? And, and there's there are people right. around you. And I, I think what the other, another factor might be is that even if you're looking for a quiet space, there's something um, quite 
calming in working side by side, whether you're not, you're doing your own work and someone else either from your team or from a different department is also sitting in the computer area next to you. You kind of like the feel atmosphere is right, working atmosphere. Exactly. But it's not only working, it's I know that this person's working on this and I'm working on and there's this side by side feeling, which it means you're not alone, even if it's for quiet space. Right. Um, which I think is important. It's also important for us to understand that it's like 15% that wants this quiet mm -hmm. zones and the other ones, the other people that come into the office doesn't need it necessarily. Right. So we, when we plan an office space, we need to take this into account and understand the specific company. Right, 100%. Um, in front it's of part us of the analysis. Right, and, and ask ourselves and them how many spaces need to be quiet and how many spaces is... What's the word? Like specifically, <laughs> yeah. Because of that, um, I think I think that's also really important. And I think there might be a third factor, which kind of um, uh, it kind of comes together with the eleven percent that we're going to talk about in a second. But it's about being seen, and who sees that you're you you actually physically came into work, even if it's quiet work. And I think that being seen is a really important factor that, you know, when we just look at this, like, oh, people come in for quiet space. What else is part of the quiet space? And and the being seen is being noticed and noticing that you're working because when people are at home, nobody knows what they're doing. And, and even management or even their team leader can't necessarily be part of it, or even their team members. And and there's a there's a factor here which is quite important and... I to see and be, be seen. Yes, it's the recognizing. Oh, I hear. I hear you are. You're doing work, um, and and I think these are factors that are really important to understand. Even when we're reading such a dry description of why fifteen percent come in, mm -hmm. to to take into account. Oh, it's so much more than just the quiet space. What right. else is there? Right. Also, what I think is part of it is. I don't know if call it, if I should call it like a pride or or again loyalty but when you're in the company you feel different about how you're working and who you're working for and and when you work quietly at home you don't have the sense of right, you're part missing. of something right. as much as you have it in the office so mm -hmm. maybe it's also something that People want to feel a part of something. Right. And I think like as as we look at this statistic, we can also as designers very clearly say, hold on, if this is the statistic and, and um, you know, the company doesn't have so much space. So they say, okay, so make an open space for, for quiet areas. Basically, what we can also be aware of is an open space is not going to cut it. It's not going to be what these people, these 15% are looking for. And I don't want to, um, you know, plan and not take them into account. And again, it's not really 15%. It's go back to the company and then figure it out how, mm -hmm. you know, everyone's different. Um, unless there's a very clear conduct in open spaces that facilitates this very, very quiet work, almost like a library. And acoustic it's, solutions. Exactly. Um, you're going to miss out on getting these people if it's a busy kind of open space area. Mm -hmm. And then, then they're not going to come in. And then you've lost a 
quite a important amount and not only the amount but what is it really doing to these people psychologically and from a social point of view and efficiency I would I would even say yeah it's it's an opportunity because then they'll just stay home or they will or go, they'll come but right. they won't be efficient or they'll go to the local library and and or they'll go to a coffee shop because they're not you lose them exactly so so people really have to take this opportunity um Let's talk about the 11% because I, I don't even think I agree with this number and I'm not a researcher. <laughs> But um, it's also very important for employees to know and right, to understand exactly. this number mm-hmm. and and not just the number, like what's behind this number. Mm-hmm. So I'm just reminding um, anyone who's listening, it's so hard, like also sometimes with a podcast, you don't have the visual aid in mm-hmm. front of you. So the 11% of employees surveyed come into the office to put in FaceTime with management, according to this um, research paper. And I don't think they come in just to be seen. I think they are forward thinkers. That's what I can say about them. And Mm -hmm. I think really that people that are thinking about their careers and promotions, they want to be seen and they know that visibility is key. And it doesn't matter who sees them. It matters that they're seen, that somebody knows that they're there. Obviously, it would be better if management saw them. But that's why they're coming in. Um, and and I think that, like, again, like, just talking about space planning, if we know, and I think that there's actually more than 11%, so I would actually ignore this number. No offense, Miller and all. Um, <laughs> no, it's supposed I, to be more. Right, exactly. We'll... Increase it exactly. in time. Increase it in time, time because people need to be seen. Um, and and what I would say is if this is a factor and I'm not looking at the number, I'm looking at the factor here, we need to make sure as designers that we put management close by to teams, to quiet spaces. So it doesn't happen that you might come in to be seen, but management's even on a different floor right. or management's all the way down the hall and no one's going to see you. Right. Um, and before this podcast, we discussed it right. and then we said, but sometimes they asked for it. They say, we need a floor for management. Right. Um, so even if, if, that's a, if that's an issue and management does need a different floor, there are very creative ways to make sure they're still around. For example, um, I would say making sure that the general kitchen is in the same space so there is that overlap and then right. people can see each other. Um, or even passing them in the hall and making sure that they're visible if they want to be right that there's glass screens and things like that but also it comes like our role come into the picture here because we can say to the company you're creating a non-healthy right. relationship because it's, it's really important for the management to be close by nearby mm-hmm. the employees right so they need the ability to be right. visible you can sp- still split the department or like the areas and put them separate from the employees but or- You need to create some kind of a, an right. overlap, like you said. I would also say that like you'd also need, like from a design perspective, give them the av- ability to be seen, but also the ability to not be seen. So for example, adding blinds to you know a room or something like that, it gives people the option and it's such a simple mm-hmm. a simple tool and a simple fix. Yeah, and um, it's also for the management to be able to see the right. employees or... 
to be seen by the employees because they want also the, their teams to be connected to them. Right, exactly. Because that's how you really lead. Right, 100%. And um, I'm just going to go back to a little bit what we spoke about, um, about the people get, getting quiet work because sometimes I think these these two factors overlap. People come in for their quiet work, but also to be seen. Um because otherwise they could just stay home. Um, so, so what I would what I would also suggest um, as an idea or a solution for designers that not all focus spaces and not, not all, none of these quiet spaces have to be singular. It's not one desk in a room that people are necessarily looking for. You can have a few people working side by side because that's part of the psychology of coming into the office it's it's even the quiet work but side by side you're not lonely and i think they did a study they did do a study i just don't remember the statistic that so many people were lonely and they mm -hmm. did this in england and and it was a it was a crazy number and it was just sad and it's it's kind of our generational challenge i think yeah. the loneliness mm -hmm. that people feel And if we can help with that right. in office spaces, that mm. a that's a gift. Right. And even if you're coming in for quiet work, it doesn't mean necessarily you have to be lonely. And, you know, some some companies even have a, you know, we spoke about library, but some companies even have an open space called the library and the same rules apply. It's quiet. Step out if you have a phone call and if you need a break. Um, but there is a very clear conduct, even if it is quite an open space, it's very quiet. Yeah. And but the experience is not working alone. Exactly. Exactly. Not being lonely. Right. And and if we are talking about for a second about stepping out to take a phone call, these things happen all the time. You might even have to take a phone call with your team. So um, I I would even say that taking all of this into mind. Another thing that I would advise or, or, or come to really think about as a solution is having closed phone booths or small reading rooms close by. So if someone does have a phone call or something like that, they aren't disrupted. They have a space they can they, go to. Exactly. And it's not far away and it's actually quite close. And then they can, you know, kind of flow back into their workflow afterwards um, after not being too disrupted also by moving away and also by, you know, answering and, and mm -hmm. things like that. And, and if for bigger spaces, um, there are, you know, a bigger open space because, you know, we had problems or, or nobody really gives into that quiet uh, conduct idea. Um, we know a lot of companies that have used noise canceling earphones um, yeah. and really good acoustics. Um, that we're we're always um, encouraging, like uh, carpets and and ceiling, ceiling treatments, right? Exactly, even wall treatments. Right. Besides for the noise canceling earphones. So if you are trying to create a, a um, quieter space, it's really the technology is supporting exactly, you. Exactly. Exactly. Like we have the solutions exactly. out there, so let's use them. Um, so so again, like just um, to wrap up, I think. Um, specifically for these two factors of quiet space and FaceTime with management. I think we need to not look at the numbers and more look at them as a factor and, and really understand that this is going on in employees' minds and this is the psychology behind how people function and what they need. 
and and just understanding it as a necessity will make us better designers because we have an insight into you know what they're thinking yeah. and then we and need to create feel. exactly and then we need to create spaces to support that right and even if it's small percentage mm-hmm. every little uh element that we can consider in our planning to make people feel more seen mm-hmm. and more comfortable right. in their office spaces mm-hmm. that's like huge it's huge and the impact is huge and right. i think that's what we always come back to is like we as designers have a massive impact on how people function and we need to take hold of it and we need to um empower people and we can do that through spaces which is our superpower so thanks for listening um thank you very much we believe in you we believe in you and join us for another episode Thank you.